Lord, we just love you today, and we thank you so much, God, for allowing us to be here today. We thank you for each person that is present. God, we know that you are, because you have promised us that where two or three are gathered, you are in the midst of us. And Lord, so we just want to lift you up. We want to praise you. We want to thank you for all you've done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Too low. There's no fear that I have. He 
doesn't already know There's no problem too big There's no weapon too strong There is nothing for God That's impossible Still got a reason to pray. 
Oh uh-huh. 
Christ was born, then the Spirit lit the flame. Now this gospel truth of hope shall not kneel and shall not fade. By His blood and in His name, in His freedom I am free. For the love of Jesus Christ, who has resurrected me. Okay, take your Bible, please. Matthew chapter 5, verse 7. We work through the book of Matthew, and we're at this place in the story of Jesus at the Beatitudes. Matthew 5, 7. Just one Beatitude today, mercy. Matthew 5, 7. There's just a very short bit of information on the backside of your announcements. You can like to look at that. There'll just be two screens worth of things. Most of my notes today... I've written in on mine, but not on yours. Mercy, Matthew 5, 7, in the Beatitude, blessed. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. This morning, uh, we'll go ahead and put the next screen up. I want to do this. I say this sometimes. I don't say it every week. Probably don't say it enough. That this morning, especially though, I want to preach with you, not at you. This would be one of those messages would be really easy for me to preach at you. Kind of like, uh, you know, this is for you, but not for me. This is for me, okay? So that's why I use the term, I want to preach with you. Here's a definition. It's not all-inclusive. It's just best I could come up with as far as what I want to say today. Mercy. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Mercy is helping someone who may or may not deserve it. It is or, and or, withholding judgment, not judging someone who may or may not deserve it. May, they may not deserve for you to withhold the judgment from them. So it's helping someone who may or may not deserve it, withholding judgment from someone who may or may not deserve it. But for most of the time this morning, what I want to talk about is will be the person who does not deserve it. Because, frankly, that's a big part of what makes mercy what it is. It's kind of like being, being humble that we looked at a few weeks ago, uh, meek, being hum humble. If you have to be humble, it takes the humbleness out of it. Humble must be a choice. So most of the mercy that we're going to wrestle with, and we will, we, all of us, that we'll wrestle with, 
is going to be surrounding and about people who don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. That's kind of what makes mercy what it is. Giving, helping someone who doesn't deserve it, withholding judgment, not judging someone who doesn't deserve it. They deserve to be judged. Okay. Okay. That's the definition. We'll leave it up. I've only got two screens. I'll let you know, Matt know when to switch screens. It'll be, it'll be a little bit. What I want to do is use a story from our church to help me uh, with, the, with the message this morning. It, it happened about uh, probably 27 years ago, so most of you weren't even here. Okay? There's no way you'll know. And I thought about this morning. I, I'd already decided to use the, the story, and I thought about this morning. Everybody... Everybody involved in this story is not here. Okay, they've passed away, they've moved, they've moved on or whatever. So about 27 years ago, we had a family in church who was in financial crisis. And to the point of it, it was more than just, um, you know, I, I don't have everything I want. It was to the point of they, they were probably going to lose their house. They couldn't make their make their house payment. They didn't necessarily come to us and ask for help, but we knew it. I don't, I don't remember how all that, that went. It's been a long time ago. So our board met, you know, about helping them, okay? If we needed to help them, for them to keep their, their house. Okay, when the board met, this is what got me on this. There's a lot of examples I could have used, but I used this one. Um, when the board met, the, the question came that always comes up, I don't care where you are, what church you're involved in, somebody on the board is going to say this or bring this up. And it was, well, the family that we're talking about helping uh, doesn't deserve it. They've, they've, they've wasted the money they've got. They haven't spent well, spent what they've got well. They've made foolish Foolish choices, okay, they don't deserve it. Okay, everything that man said was true. So we were there. I didn't say anything. I hadn't, I hadn't been here long. I was just kind of waiting to see. Let me stop right here and say before I finish this story, <clears throat> every church, I promise you, every church I've been to, every church I've been involved in, will go through tests, Every church will go through tests. God is testing us. He's not testing us. It's kind of like the Abraham test or the Moses test, Abraham and Isaac test. It's kind of like the Moses at the rock test. Speak to the rock instead he hit it. Every church will go through tests. And it's not for, God knew what Abraham would do. God knew what Moses would do. It's not so God will see what we'll do. Please stop thinking that. It's not true. Okay, God is not waiting to see what you will do. The test is not for God. It's for you. It's for me. I don't know what I'll do. I know what I think I'll do, you know, etc. Every church will go through tests. Okay, every person will go through tests. And God will allow things and bring things and whatever, whatever it is. Every person will go through tests. So we went through this. 
the couple, are we going to help them? And then the, the thing came up, well, they don't deserve our help. Okay? Let me, let me pause here. had somebody leave as having an asthma attack and uh, I know you saw that I don't want you to I want you to be concerned but not not overly concerned okay it is a it is an asthma attack and we're pretty sure that it's under control okay they're in the back taking care of that let's pause right here and let's pray Father, thank you for your goodness and your care. There's nothing that happens that you don't know. There's nothing that happens that you don't see. And we are all going to go through tests. And things are going to happen like just right now. We didn't expect. That's life. But we know that you know. And so, Lord, we walk by faith and not by sight. And we take you by the hand and you, you help us along the way. And uh, we pray for each other. Uh, right, right now we, we, pray for, we pray for Lucy and pray that you would calm her and help her. And we pray for those who are there to help her. And everywhere along the way, Father, we ask for your guidance and your care. Help us to learn to put our hand in your hand and let you lead us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay. Church will go through tests, and you and I will go through tests. Okay, in that board meeting that day, we were going through a test. Somebody's asked us for help. The first voice out said, well, they don't deserve it. I just kind of watched and see how this test would play itself out. The next person spoke up and said, well, are we, uh, we going to just start helping people? Are we, we going to start helping, just helping people who deserve it? Is that, uh, is that where we are? Is that the kind of church we're going to be? that we just start helping people who deserve it. Okay? You answer the question. You're part of our church. Are we going to be the church that just starts helping people who deserve it? Okay? I want you, I'm just going to, I'm taking this really slow because I want you to think about it. You're, you're part of our church. Is that the kind of church we're going to be? Well, to find out what kind of church we're going to be, we're going to be tested along the way. What kind of church do you want to be? Are we going to start just helping people who deserve it? Okay, what's one of the first problems with that? The first questions, and uh, uh, that's a theoretical. What's one of the first problems with that, though? 
who gets to judge? Who gets to decide? You? Me? No, I'm preaching with you. I'm not preaching at, at you. It isn't, it isn't me. That's not my decision. We're not the judge, are we? You see? And so the first problem with when, we have, when a church has that mentality or when an individual has that mentality Mentality. I'm only going to help. I'm only going to show mercy. I'm only going to help reach out to people who deserve it. Well, who gets to be the judge of that? I'm getting a real dry mouth. This message is tough. It's tough on you. It's tough on me. Didi, I need a, I need a drink. Keep it because it may happen again. Who, uh, so who gets to judge? I don't. Okay. The other issue is, well, okay, that's a problem. Who gets to judge? We don't know who, who gets to judge. The other issue is, have you forgotten how much mercy Jesus has shown you? And have you forgotten how much mercy others have shown you. When we put ourselves in the place of the judge, when we put ourselves in the place of we're the ones who decide, then we have forgotten what God the judge has done for me. And we have forgotten what other people have done for me. Uh, often, often I've been, I've tried to show a lot of grace to people in our, in our church. And sometimes I get called for, you know, you, you shouldn't be so easy on them. Hey, you know what? First General Baptist Church has been very gracious to me. You've been very patient with me. And, and you, in a, in a sense, I'm using a bit biblical term, you've covered a multitude of sins. And that's what love does. Love covers a multitude of sins. It doesn't wipe them out. It just, it just shows mercy. Love shows mercy. And so one of the problems, the first one is, who gets to be the judge? Who gets to decide who is deserving and who doesn't? Jesus gets to decide who is deserving and, and who's not. And then the other is we've forgotten, if we're not careful, how much mercy has been shown to us. And we're not careful, we begin to lose that showing mercy to someone else. Okay? Um, if we start not helping, if we start not ministering to people who don't deserve it, then one by one, all of us are going to have to start to leave. Let me give you an, another example uh, there's a family in the church who just wanted to be very involved, wanted to help, you know, good. Except somebody was over, overhearing the conversation they were having with me. We want to be involved. We want to, we want to help. Somebody else was overhearing the, the, overhearing the conversation. And when the family left, they pulled me aside and said, no, you better be careful with them. <laughs> They're difficult. They're difficult. I said, well, um, are we going to stop working with difficult people? Is that what we're going to do? 
where we no longer work with difficult people. I want you to pause right here. Okay. Uh, who's going to leave? One by one, we all leave. You see, but we forget that. I'm difficult. If we're going to stop working with difficult people, you're going to have to get another pastor. <laughs> right? Right. If you don't understand that, you haven't worked with me enough. Once you work with me a little bit, you're going to figure that out. If we stop working with difficult people, all of us have to leave. If we stop trying to reach people just because they don't deserve it, all of us have to leave. Uh, one of the quiet, this one's close, but uh, <laughs> I think the quietest service we've ever had here was the Sunday that I asked, who is the worst person in the room? And it took you a while because some of you were thinking of who else is in the room. And you were trying to think of, okay, no, wait a minute. No, that person's where. Who is the worst person in the room? And we, it took us a while to figure out and begin to think like this. Wait a minute. It's me. Wait a minute. It's me. And we, f we forget that along the way. Who is the most undeserving person in the room? Wait a minute. It's me. Who, is the, who can be the most difficult person in the room? Wait a minute. It's me. I'm the one that's going to have to go if we stop working with difficult people. Don't worry. We're not going to. And don't worry. We're still going to help the undeserving because that's all of us. But if we're not careful, see, our mind switches off and we begin, oh, we're talking about, we're talking about everybody else. You know, see, you see, you see why I started out the way I did. It'd be real easy for me to preach down to you and, 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 you know, preach at you. No, I'm right there with you. It's just real easy to think all that, all that stuff about undeserving and difficult. That's all somebody else. No, it isn't. It's me. And I'm trying to bring you back to that this morning because that is the truth. Wait a minute. It's me. Okay. Next screen. I want you to see something in that very, just a real short text, wasn't it? Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Christian life is about the journey, not just the destination. I'd already decided to use the, the story, and like I said, everybody involved is already gone. But I, I really like it that the, because of the way the story ended. I get a little put out with Christian movies sometimes. Because with Christian movies, like almost all mo movies are, everything always ends well. You know, they catch the touchdown pass and, and they win the game. You know, it, it always ends well. Does life always end well? These little events in life. Do they all, does the guy always catch the pass <laughs> at the last minute and win the game? No. Sometimes they drop the pass and he's a bum for the rest of his life. It doesn't always end well. That's the way life is sometimes. And what I like about this story is the family lost their house anyway. That didn't come out right. I don't like that about the story. I just like the way I can use the story. The family lost the house anyway. 
even though we, even though we helped them. Look closely at the verse. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. In the verse is nothing about the person being helped. Nothing. It gives no requirements. It gives no examples. It gives no instruction on who to help and who not to help on who to withhold judgment from, on who to be merciful to. The verse, Jesus gives absolutely no instruction on who that person is or what that person needs to be. It's all about us who are giving the mercy in the first place. The story about the family in our church, we did help them, we did pay their uh, their house their house payment they eventually lost the house now it would be real easy for that person on our board who spoke up first well they don't deserve it it'd be real easy to come back to us and say na 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 I told you and they'd be right is that what it's about the Christian life is about the journey not just the destination so are we going to be the kind of church that tries to look ahead and see what will be, who we can help and it will turn out well? Who we can help and, it, and, uh, and the house will be saved? Who we can help and, and everybody in the family will be made right? Who we can help and, and, it, and it will always turn out right? Who we can help and uh, what football player can we help who will always catch the pass? You see... But we can't do that. But somebody could come back and say, well, see, you should have never helped in the first place. No. It wasn't about that. That test that First General Baptist Church went through was not about the family being helped. You know very well, God knew very well, they, they're not going to keep that, keep that house. It's, it's not going to happen. The test wasn't about the family. Who was it about? First General Baptist Church. The test was for us. What are we going to do? What kind of church are we going to be? Are we going to withhold mercy? Are we going to withhold grace? Because we're trying to look ahead and say, well, I don't think it's going to turn out well, so I'm not going to help you. Is that the kind of church we're going to be? And I, my voice is resounding no. Because who has the right to do that? And who can do that? Jesus holds that, that right. But it's, but it's not mine. I don't have the right to be unmerciful. I don't have the right to judge. That's God's place. That's what God does. That's not my right. So things don't always turn out well. That's up to God. You see, something God has withheld the future from us, so that's his, that's his work. That's his job. It's not mine. My job is to pass the test as it is presented to me. And they will be, they are presented to me, and they will be. Our church's job is to pass the test as they are presented to us. What kind of church are we going to be? What kind of person are you going to be?
If you are the person, I'm going I'm to be very frank with you, very plain, I'm going to close this up. If you are the person that looks at the person needing help, say, well, you know, I, I think you're going to, I don't think you're going to do well with it. I think you're going to, is that your job? Is that what Roman, uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 7 says? That blessed are the merciful, for they will obtain mercy. Mercy's handing need out when maybe it's not deserved. Mercy is withholding judgment when maybe it'd be easy to judge. I want you, this message today is about everybody in the room looking at ourselves. What kind of church are we going to be? What kind of Christian are you going to be? When we go outside the walls of this church and start to meet people in the community, start reaching out and help them, what kind of Christian are you going to be? We're going to have a prayer time in just a minute. We're going to have a prayer time, and I want to give you a chance to pray about that. I want to give you a chance to pray about some people in your life that God has brought into your life that you kind of wish he wouldn't, but there they are. Some people in your life that God has brought into your life and now you're struggling with mercy and being merciful because they don't deserve it and not being judgmental because it's so easy to be judgmental. So you're struggling with that. Okay, I know. I know how, the, how the, I, I'm str I struggle with that. So Lord, I need to come and pray about that. I'm going to ask the band to come, and then, but I want to mention one more thing about prayer. I'm going to ask the congregation to stand if you would. I want to add one more thing. So, obvious thing that I may need to pray about is me. God, I, I, I am. I'm struggling with this person in my life, and, and I, need to, I need to look at them differently. I need to view them differently. I've been viewing it out of, out of one lens, but I've forgotten that I'm not the judge, and I've forgotten how much you have been merciful to me, and other people have too. I need to come and pray about that. I really do. Now, here's the other thing. I've been dealing with a person who is showing mercy. Haven't really talked about the, the other side of this at all, and that's right now is a person in the room who can honestly say, God, I need mercy myself. I need mercy myself. God, I need to come and ask you to forgive me. I need to ask Jesus to forgive me. I need mercy myself. I've sinned, and I know I have, I'm doing it, and I know I am. I have absolutely no excuse. I come this morning with no excuses. I've sinned. I've failed. And, Lord, I need your, your mercy, and I need the mercy from my friends and my family. I need mercy myself. If you're wrestling with 
showing mercy to someone, you may want to come, need to come and pray. If you're wrestling for the, by the fact that you need mercy yourself, you may need to want to come and pray. Whatever the need is, while the band plays and sings, we invite you to come and pray. is 
Treasure you found 